0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me today. Um, so, last time I did a giveaway, uh, Brent—he's uh, a cop in Mayville, New York, where I up, uh, grew up. Grew um, up. He won, and he's been getting hundred dollars a week every week. I think I said for nine, ten weeks or something like that. I think it was ten weeks. Um, so like the past four or five weeks, he's gotten $100 every Monday or Tuesday. Um, and we pay out on these contests. So I have another contest, another giveaway for you guys. I'm going to do something very special. So mind you, the last guy, his gas was paid for, well, in this economy, who knows. But his gas was paid for, you know, 100 bucks a week should take care of most of your gas. Uh, some of your groceries. So he's getting $100 a week every week for the next... I think there's probably three, four weeks left. Um, I'm going to do something else special like that, especially around Christmas time. I want to bless somebody. Uh, But all I need in return is for you to write a review of the podcast and send it to me directly. So you can text me. You can Instagram DM me. um, And I'm going to pick like the top three to five favorites. And, uh, and if they're all good I'll throw them all in a hat but I'm probably going to pick my top three or to five favorite reviews um, and pull one for a very special prize for Christmas very special prize for Christmas. So um, yeah let me know uh, shoot me shoot me a message shoot me a DM text me whatever way you have to communicate with me if you don't know how to communicate with me Mike dot on Instagram. I'm not gonna get my phone number out in here because people don't, if you have it, you have it. I'll give it to you on Instagram. But Mike.Russin, Mike.R-U-S-S-I-N. And you gotta type the whole thing into the search bar and hit enter because I'm super shadow banned. Um, if you can't find me there, Michael R. Russin on Facebook. Um, otherwise, send a smoke signal or a carrier pigeon. But, uh, or if you know somebody that knows me, you're more than welcome to grab my phone number from them. I just don't <coughs> get my phone number out on the podcast. going to have people sending me all kinds of stuff. So um, write me a review. Talk about how the podcast has impacted your life. What's your What are your favorite parts, favorite topics? What have you taken away from this? How long have you been a listener for? Why do you tune in? as much as you tune in and i will do something very special so don't forget to do this don't forget to do this last time all brent had to do was leave me a comment on one of my instagram videos and he won a thousand dollars cash cash no catch like he's getting a hundred dollars a week every week for 10 weeks straight that's pretty cool you know what i mean so um, i want to do something similar to that i'm going to do something i think even better so if you could send me a great review um it, it's worth your while. So that's that's what I wanted to start with today. I won't beat that horse to death. But send me a review. As long as you can make it. And just, if you don't want anything shared publicly, just so you know, I'm going to put these on Instagram. Um, so just, uh, you know, if, if you've got something private that you would want to tell me, separate it out and say, hey, Mike, this is private. Can you please not share this with the world. I'll keep all of you anonymous. I'm not going to be like, all oh, right, this person was gloating over my podcast and embarrass you. You know what I mean? I'll keep you all anonymous. Uh, but if you have something private that you want to share with guys, understand, you know, I'm, I am, my love language are it's physical touch and words of affirmation. And many of you it wouldn't be appropriate for you to touch me. So, uh, <laughs> The best thing you could do to keep me uh, motivated to give you guys content is to share with me how it's making a difference in your life. That's all. You don't have to say anything nice about me. Just tell me about how it's impacting you. You know what I mean? That that stuff keeps me going. It keeps me motivated. There's been times where I've let a lull hit in my episodes where I just don't feel like I'm bringing my A-game. Or I'm not publishing as much, and I have somebody reach out to me, and they're like, Mike, I just wanted to let you know that I went through this, and by the way, call me Michael, I, I, the, Mike, the Mike years for me are over, you can call me Michael, uh, by the way, you know, Michael, I just wanted to let you know that I was struggling with this, and, you know, I listened to this episode, and blah, 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 and it helped me get through, like, that stuff, man, that stuff really uh, motivates me to bring my A-game and to keep publishing content for you guys, so... Please, please, write the reviews or just let me know. You know, just let me know how it's made an impact of you. We get a lot of people that view daily, a couple hundred a day. Um, so, which I'm very pleased with. A couple hundred people a day. When I started doing this podcast, it was 10 a day, if if that. It's like 8 to 10 people a day would tune in. So I am very appreciative of, uh, appreciative of you guys. And again, I do want to bless somebody <clears throat> Um, so all you got to do is write a review. All right um, So heading to the gym as I usually do this time of day. It's very rainy It's very rainy. The ground is just it's gonna be such a mess. Uh, I Hope if I think it's supposed to freeze tonight, which is good. I hope this all freezes if this freezes See the thing is my parents are coming this week, which I'm so excited for uh, My parents are coming this week. And uh, they're bringing their dog, their German Shepherd, Thor. So we're going to have Bane, the German Shepherd, and Thor, the German Shepherd, in a house with us. I think my grandma's coming, but she's going to stay with my brother right next door. But us, mom, dad, like the, the, the population of the Russian camp is about to double here in Maine. So uh, <laughs> then you got two dogs just out in the mud. So I hope that this all freezes. So that the dogs can play outside. Because they're not cases. When those two get together, they're just non-stop. They play, especially Thor. Thor is absolutely obsessed with Bane. Like, nothing else exists when Bane is around. I'm serious. It's almost like... It's almost like... I don't know if it's healthy. <laughs> like, he doesn't take his eyes off Bane. Uh, but they're coming up for Christmas. Which, again, I'm very excited for. Oh. Um, you know, my goal as you guys know, is to start the compound and move everybody in together. It's funny God's timing, man. You know, I was reading... Um, I was reading Peter today. First Peter, I don't recall which chapter. Maybe 4 or 5. It's right at the beginning of chapter 4 or 5. And he says, you know, when you go under fiery trials, it's God testing you. And I, I just feel God pummeling the impurity out of my life. Pummeling it out of my life. Um, I've just, over the past three years, it's been obstacle and adversity and obstacle and adversity from very, very big ones to smaller ones. And, 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 you know, I have a sense of I have two things that are contradictory. Number one, I feel a great sense of humility. Uh, I feel very lowly in my spirit and in my heart. But I also often feel surges of pride knowing that I've gotten through some things that would've tanked other people without a doubt would have sunk him but I'm also very I'm, I'm very humble in knowing that like I have a very healthy fear I thank God because before I got close to God again you know just so you know my backstory I grew up Pentecostal grew up heavily involved in the church you know we were there two three times a week my mom was super super involved dad was super involved And in high school, you know, I went to all the youth camps and I don't feel like I ever really knew God. Like I even preached to a couple youth groups when I was like 16, 17. And then I went to college and it all fell away. I became very angry and bitter for a number of reasons. Basically a wannabe atheist. Um very angry at God. Like an idiot, like a stupid worm. Um, I am. And like I have any reason to be angry at God. You know what I mean? People are so silly. I was so silly. And uh, then I came back. And just kind of off and on for a long time. And now I would say that I'm I'm in a place now where my faith is stronger than it's ever been. And the reason why I think it's stronger than it's ever been is I have a very healthy fear of God now. Which most contemporary preachers, pastors, and churchgoers would be like, Oh, God's love and mercy. You're not supposed to be afraid of him. Do whatever you want. You know, these idiots and stupid, dummy, dummy. Yeah, that's the most, that's more dangerous than anything. Are these, you know, these mega pastors that get up there and the whole sermon is just about you what God can do for you like he's your personal servant you know like your butler you know people just oh, God wants you to feel love bro God wants you to feel God wants you to step into your purpose God wants you to give me another hundred thousand dollars so I can put it towards my check payment God wants you you know these, these heretics Heretics, where people go to church every Sunday to feel good, to feel warm and fuzzy inside. I go to church so that I leave broken and bruised but comforted. I don't I don't see many of the apostles, the disciples, in their writings. <laughs> Ever talking about what God can do for them I don't I don't see it what I see in the writings of the Apostles throughout the whole scripture really are broken men that know they are completely unable to save themselves they are undeserving of God's love but throw themselves at the feet of Jesus that's what I see and beg for mercy That's how I feel in my soul, It's every day I throw myself at the feet of Jesus and I say I am sorry, I am wicked, I am broken, I am a fallen creature and I can't do anything about it. Please have mercy on me. That is my prayer in my heart nearly 24-7. It is not "I'm, I'm perfect and I'm loved and I'm there's an aspect of that, absolutely. But it, it's not the focal point of my heart's attitude. That I'm some special little flower and I, I can do no wrong and God will just continue to pour out us. But no, I feel broken, I feel marred, I feel dirty. I'm like, it says we're like unwashed, dirty, filthy rats. And all I can do is throw myself at the feet of Jesus and ask for mercy. That's it. I don't think, I, I get a lot of DMs of people like don't feel good about certain things. I'm like, I don't know how much of life is you're, you're supposed to feel good about. Wow, oh, look at all these crows. Holy smokes, that's crazy. I don't know how much of life you're supposed to just feel good about. It. Like, I, again, when I read the teachings, when I read the writings of the church fathers, of the apostles and I don't see a whole lot of peaches and cream, hopscotch and rainbows attitude. I see a lot of like suffering. <laughs> I see a lot of suffering. Let's just say, call it what it is. And it talks about it. We're supposed to suffer in the flesh like Jesus did because we're constantly putting to death the things of the flesh. It's a constant war. It's a constant war. I think this is why many holy, holy men, many men that are very close to God, where I hope to be, and could only hope to be a fraction of as close to they are as 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 they are to Him. As you know, someday for me, I just butchered. You know what I'm saying? There's like a reverence. And a sadness and a little bit of a pain. Like, a little bit of pain in these guys' eyes. Like, when you look at the eyes of a saint, when you look at the eyes of a man who's very, very... Or a woman that's very, very close to God, I see... I see pain. Because... when and, And you could... Especially in Paul's writings... Especially in Paul's writings. You know, I think the thorn in Paul's side. I wonder if it was like, I feel like he was dealing with a sin. A lot of people, so good, you know, they talk about how Paul asked for the thorn to be removed. Not a literal thorn. But Paul had something that was nagging him. And he asked God three times to take it away. And God three times said no. I believe it was there to humble him. Because Paul was wicked smart almost too smart for his own good i mean just read romans genius probably one of the literary masterpieces of all time romans you couldn't you could just it's just leaking with divine inspiration just absolutely just falling out of the pages and uh you know he asked god three times to take this thorn out of his side now again not a literal thorn guys it was something that's so there are some theories that he had a physical deformity. There are some feel theories that he had a demon that was bothering him. I think, my thing is, I think he struggled immensely with a particular sin. And I have a gut feeling it was like, I don't I don't want to blaspheme Paul at all. So I don't I don't even want to. I just wonder, was it like, you know, was he struggling with like a stuff? sexual urges? Was he struggling? Like, what was he struggling with? That's that's what I want to know. It's going to be one of the first questions I ask when I get there. And I I hope we get to spend time with these guys in heaven, because I'd be all over Paul, like white on rice. Um, For me, it's like Paul, John the Baptist, you know, that that we're supposed to rank. I mean, obviously Jesus above all of of these, but uh, anyways. It's like a reverent sadness, and uh, I think it comes from understanding that you just, you're never gonna be good enough, you know? And and I've talked about this before. When you remove the really big obvious sins from your life, all right, I'm not doing drugs, I'm not watching pornography, I'm not lying to people, I'm not stealing, I'm not cheating on my husband, I'm not, when you remove the big, big ones that are just very clearly very bad, right? it just uncovers more that's wrong with you. So right, I'm not cheating on my spouse, I'm not lying, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, using, un, you know, uh, I'm not using shiesty business tactics, I'm not, like I got rid of all the big obvious, it's this guy, this guy here, boy howdy with your Ford Expedition. Um, I got rid of all the big obvious ones, and now it's like, oh, I you, I kind of joke um, crudely sometimes. Just realize that a lot of the humor I'm into is kind of crude. Uh, gotta get rid of that. Okay, I get rid of. I start to get rid of that. and then it's like, oh, there's this word that's not really a bad word that I use, but I, I, I kind of feel dirty saying it. I can't say that anymore. And then you get rid of that. And then it's like, oh, when I look at this person, I think this way damn, I can't think, I can't think like that about another person, I gotta change, it's like, it just, it's like, uh, I don't know, it's like trying to catch a river in between your hands, (laughs) shit, you know what I mean, you get a little water cupped in your hands, and you look up, you got the whole river barreling down at you, it's just, uh, it's it's tough, man, it's tough. Uh, there was this uh, video of a monk, like a like a Christian monk, um, with this red red and black robe on, and uh, it's like the first one anybody's seen in like 40 years. I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the highest honor you can have as a monk. Like this dude does nothing but praise in isolation. <laughs> fast constantly, He's never touched a woman, probably never even, might not have ever even seen a woman, um, and they live up in the up in the mountains, so I can't remember what country it was, I want to say it was probably Eastern Europe, like Bulgaria, Romania, something like that, um, and uh, you know, he was all bent over and shuffling along, and you could just feel like you would think you know people paint these guys to be like super powerful creatures you know and it was like you could just feel watching him shuffle along the meekness and humility pouring out of him and it was like you know with how close that guy is to the face of god i can only imagine it's got to be a little excruciating i feel like I feel like the thing is, when we're in our fleshly bodies, the closer that we get to God, the more painful it can be sometimes, because it's it's our, our flesh is at war with with Him, right? Like we before you were saved, you were at war with God. If you didn't, whether you knew it or not, you were an enemy of God, enemy, which just terrifying. Oh no, <laughs> you know just like, oh, no, I don't want to be God's enemy. me. Uh, but you are in enmity with God. It's not good. It's not a good thing to be. And, uh... Hold oh, on, I had to figure out where I'm going to park. Let's put it right here, I guess. Walk in the rain so somebody else can park closer. Um... You know, I just, i again, just to wrap up, I really think that, you know, the closer that you get to God, usually I think I found the more painful it is because you just, you realize how messed up you are. You know what I mean? It's like if you're covered in lesions, you know what I mean? And you're in the dark, nobody really notices, but like the brighter and brighter it gets in the room, the more people are like, oh, 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 oh God, you know what I, mean? you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. It's like the closer you get, man, the harder it is. Cause you just realize how woefully inadequate you are and not, and it's not just inadequacy. It's like harsher than that. It's like, not only am I helpless, but I'm like, even I'm evil, you know? And if you don't feel this way, you got too big of an ego. Well, like, I don't feel like I'm evil. You are. You are evil. Evil! Like the, uh, what's his face? Particle Boy? Mermaid Man and Particle Boy? Evil! That's, if, if Mermaid Man could see your soul, that's what he would scream. Because we all are. Um, but, the cherry on top of all this, the good news, and the reason for our joy is that, thankfully, it's not up to me. Thankfully, you know, I have Jesus and through him, I have atonement for my evilness and my sin. So. I really encourage you, man, to, to give your life to Christ if you haven't. And if you don't know how, um, please reach out to me. Please reach. You don't need to be ashamed. You don't need to feel weird You know what I mean? And even if you just have questions, even if you disagree with me and want to talk about it, you know, you guys can talk to me about the stuff I talk about on on here. And if you can ask questions, and again, if you've never given your life to Jesus um, and you look around at the world right now, I don't know, you know, a minute in heaven could, you know, it's like a thousand years on earth. So we could be very far, very close by our terms. But I got a feeling with the way that the world is, man, I don't know how much time we've got. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's worse than it's ever been. There's there's never been this widespread, um, you know, there's been bad times in human history, but it's never been this bad. Like, empirically, <laughs> it's never been this bad. So, all right, I love you guys. Again, don't be afraid to reach out. I'll talk to you soon. Don't forget to leave a review or send me one, all right? All right, let's get it. Peace.